We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 273 On this episode, we've got some news And we'll be talking about the season finales of Mom, Madam Secretary, The Last Man on Earth, and Gotham and a recent episode of The Good Wife, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 273. I'm Amory from com. I'm Jason the TV-holic from tvholic.com, and this week we have joining us... Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. No, really, it should be... <laughs> and I'm Kyle. <laughs> you don't have to say, and this week we have joining us from Kyle. Kyle is... I do. I, I graduate to to first name. <laughs> it's yeah. Kyle and not Carla. Yes, Carla. Our apologies. My condolences to your family. She had a loss in the family. Um, so we were going to talk to Carla, who I haven't talked to in a long time. Not that I, I've talked to Kyle that often either, but you know what I mean. But she'll be on next week instead. Am I on next week? Yes. <laughs> you are. Yes, next I'm week on next well. week because I'm going to. <laughs> Yeah, because you're going to be gone the the next week, and so... And they're going to make me eat turtle soup, and I'm really, really nervous about it. It's less than two weeks away, and I'm really nervous about it. Yeah, so Kyle moved up a week, Carla moved back a week, and then uh, Kurt and Ray will be following week while Amory is off... Eating turtle soup. Now insert Amory complaining about how she never gets to be on with Kurt. I will be on with Kurt at the end of June. It's already been arranged. (laughs) We're getting prepared for it. Yeah, for way so, in the future. Spoiler can, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Comic-Con preview. <laughs> we'll feature the, the show that is Amory and Kurt. <laughs> but in other news, in news. In actual news. In actual news, ABC has canceled Revenge after four seasons, officially ending it the week of the penultimate episode. So they didn't really give it much time to be like, come watch the finale that is one episode away. Yeah, and also, but I also wonder, like, how it's going to end like did they know the writing was on the wall like way back when they were writing you know weeks the ago interviews when they were writing i've seen sunil i think his name is the interviews i've seen with him make it seem like they did work with abc to end it but abc just didn't announce it yeah because this is the type of show that ends cliffhangery type of thing <laughs> so exactly <laughs> it's like thanks for watching four seasons and we've left somebody where you're not sure whether they're dead or not or something exactly. like that so we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe I'll watch the finale. I haven't watched it in two seasons. But I watched the finale of other shows that I haven't watched. So, And I still cry. So I'm sure that'll happen on this one. I quit watching two and a half years ago, but my TV still records and I deleted each week. So. <laughs> That's how I am with some other shows on my list. Maybe I'll actually watch the finale. <laughs> well, at least you're only two weeks away from having that space permanently freed up. Yeah. <laughs> there won't be any new exactly. Now you have to bother to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> um, NBC will drop all 13 episodes of Aquarius the same night it premieres on May 28th, um, thinking that their show will binge watch better than on a weekly basis. I think it'll only be available as a binge watchable show for two weeks. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's not going to be there all summer. Like if, if they're releasing them all for you to watch it within a certain amount of time, and then hoping it'll like get people in, like to like it. Though I, I don't not like it. 
Yeah, well, I guess maybe it'll give people that, like, if they watch the first episode or two and they like it, then they'll just keep watching it and, you know, watch the rest of it and then maybe tell people yeah. how much they liked it. And then those people have to watch it week to week. Right, exactly. <laughs> You've missed your chance to watch them all at the same time, but now you can watch it on your DV- TiVo or DVR. Uh, Sci-Fi has canceled Helix after two seasons. I stopped watching Helix after the two-hour series premiere. I really liked the first season. The second season wasn't anywhere near as good. I'm still unsure as that that they even have any clue what was happening <laughs> in that second season. In, in second yeah. season. Oh, I don't think they knew. It's like <laughs> let's spin the wheel and figure out what. Let's just what have weird. This week. Let's just have weird stuff happen. You know, the the best part of it was. Uh, why am I? Why can I never think of his name? Uh, Billy Weber? Campbell. No, the guy from you know he was on Wings way back in the day. Stephen Weber. Yeah, Stephen Weber. Weber. The best part of it was Stephen Weber on like the fifth show at the same time. He's <laughs> on freaking everything in like the last year. Weber. So that's sci-fi and he looks. USA Network will drop the Mr. Robot pilot episode pretty much every streaming and VOD service on May 27th, a month before it premieres. On June 24th. So it's Christian Slater and that guy who I don't really know who he is, but he was in Twilight, I think. He was in the Mummy movie, uh, the Night of the Museum movies. Oh, Remy, Remy, Remy Malik? Malik? Yeah. I'm butchering his name. I apologize. Yeah, they're really trying to to push this one. Apparently, they think it's really good. I can't wait until the second episode where they're like, this show will never be the same in their promos. <laughs> <laughs> but Christian Slater, he has such a great track record on TV that yes. it's got to do good. Well, unfortunately, he's, I mean, Grant, well, he hasn't had a great track record, but half of his shows have been good. Yes, they just, I really like the one it, when he played the two personalities. He's like, was, yeah, he's like, uh, and I, I like the, uh, uh, what is it, Breaking In? The you know the comedy that he was on that was really good. Uh, now the the other couple of shows where was it the the missing persons or whatever one and the one with Steve Zahn with the manic personality or whatever those yeah. weren't those weren't so great you know so he's fifty fifty on choosing like good projects yes but he's a hundred percent on getting them canceled really quickly <laughs> unfortunately yes yeah but uh, I don't know I'm I'm interested in this one. I, it's an interesting idea to have uh, – you're, you're basically like putting it out there for everybody to – there's like various websites that it's going to be on like IMDb and and other places as as well as lots of video on-demand services, you know, like Xfinity On Demand and, you know, Hulu. It will be available on Amazon, on Netflix, I think, and, you know, pretty much – pretty much any place you, you're going to have a chance to come across this. Uh, well before it premieres, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if it if, does anything. If well, if you know, if it's a good enough episode that it gets people, you know, to want to. The problem is, is a lot of people that watch all those those things in that place is going to be like, "Well, that's really good." Once it finally comes to this service, I'd be right. more than happy to watch the rest of it. Plus, yes. with it coming a month before, like, you watch it, you forget it. Like, it's the same thing with, like, when I get a screener, I watch it, and then I forget to set the season pass. Exactly, and then, and then it's you... nine episodes in, and I'm like, shit. Well, it's almost yeah. like they're basically doing that for, like, it's like worldwide, or, you know, like, <laughs> uh, North America-wide or whatever. Uh, here's the screener. 
<laughs> you know, before it premieres. Right. It's like everybody gets a chance to uh, uh, to see it early. So, yeah, that's... I, I don't know about it. I like Christian Slater, but I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, the little bit I've heard about it, it sounds, it sounds interesting, but... I'm mad at USA for canceling Sirens. So, <laughs> I'm not sure how... I mean, I'm happy because... You know, they renewed Playing House. Especially since you know that Playing House is going to get canceled right after season two. But they did, exactly. they, did order, they did order extra episodes, apparently, of Playing House. That's why they're not going to be at ATX, because they're doing more episodes. Oh, that's good news. Unless you want but to see them But it's probably like, can but... you add three episodes and end the series? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need three more, but we're canceling you. Yes, make it a good series finale. <laughs> But we wanted to give you, yeah, we wanted to give you a chance <laughs> at a series finale. So we'll see what happens there. That's our news for today. I'm sure there will be a ton of news coming out next week. Yeah, yeah, the axes will fly. <laughs> we may not talk about any shows next week, just about yeah. news because because Friday night at nine o'clock Eastern is when we're going to start hearing <laughs> who got a plane ticket to New York and who didn't. <laughs> well, that'll yeah, that'll be for yeah, that'll be for some stuff, but you know, they'll. But all this week, you'll finally get a oh, yeah. lot of the announcements of what's of what's canceled, and even some of what's been picked up. I mean, ABC hasn't renewed or canceled anything except Revenge. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, yeah, they haven't officially. It's kind of surprising that they actually officially. I guess they wanted to at least give the potential boost of a couple weeks of notice that Revenge yeah. is coming to an end or something. Yeah. Uh, well, like I know I wouldn't while. have watched the episode at all had I not known it was the finale, but I might watch it now that <laughs> right. I know it's the last exactly. episode. Yeah, so you know, so I could see, I guess, doing that. But like everything else, you know, even stuff like Scandal that you know is coming back has not been officially announced ABC as renewed. ABC put how, I, how to Get Away with Murder will be back in the fall in a promo and have and are officially... still not officially confirming that they've renewed it. Yes. Once coming back reruns, yeah. obviously it's coming back. Uh, no, we're just going to play this 15 no, episodes. This whole again. Episode is coming... Exactly. We're just going to re-air this in place. So you and... can catch what you missed the first time. <laughs> I, still you missed. The... I still haven't watched the last two episodes. I still haven't watched like the last two four. Months to watch the last two. <laughs> It was not as good as everybody acted like it was. Oh, I don't think I'll even be bother watching the second <laughs> season. Like, I'll be lucky if I finish the first. But you won't remove your recording. I, I gotta remember. <laughs> I usually go through over the summer, and that's when I do the massive purge of. I delete everything and restart, even with shows I'm like still watching. I, I will delete everything and restart. <laughs> I have 333 season passes or something okay, like that. I only have like 125. <laughs> you definitely need to do some spring cleaning. There, you need Kyle. your TiVo to die. So you're the thing I usually do is I just I usually just delete what's been canceled. I never right. delete stuff I stopped watching. <laughs> well, yeah, like I still have Castle and Bones recording, but I haven't watched them all season. But I record every week and just delete it. Well, that's the flaw of Kyle's six-tuner... Uh, what like gazillion megabyte? Well, yeah, mine has DVR, four. and it's a huge, <laughs> no, it's, it's a huge but it, no, the hard drive isn't that big, but oh. I do have another second four tuner hard uh, one that has a giant hard drive. So that's why this this stuff sticks around forever on that one because that was like my old primary one. So all the season passes are still there. I don't love it. All right, I'm moving on to prime time. Mom, season two, episode twenty two, fun girl stuff and eternal salvation. 
I just really like this show. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's not doing anything new, really. But I just really find it charming. I think Anna Ferris has really stepped up her game to like match Allison Janney versus Allison Janney having to like stoop to someone else's level. I just really enjoy their relationship, and I'm really glad it ended with the two of them in a good place where they're going to fight together for the future. Thoughts? I really, I really like the show. It, it has a lot of funny moments, but it also brings some of like the most dramatic moments exactly. <laughs> on TV uh, and then brings some comedy out of those. Yeah. And, you know, they don't, uh, you know, they don't flinch at some of these situations like having Bonnie relapse and, uh, you know, and all the problems that, you know, that causes and, you know, they, they have some, you know, they, they have some good things happen occasionally, but, uh. But never good enough that they're they're out of their situation. Well, well, it doesn't it doesn't like last like forever or something like that. You know, like they yeah. they you know they lost their place and they were able to get into a, a decent place, but it wasn't great. I mean, the son was sleeping in a closet, right? You know, right. as even even after the daughter moved out, <laughs> but, they still didn't have space. Exactly. I was so realistic that like Roscoe doesn't want to live with his mother like that happens that yeah his father you know, divorced is... couples or never married couples like the children sometimes have to choose and especially when his father's now you know living with you know a well-to-do yeah woman that with a bigger you know bigger place a dog in a pool and... Yeah. and an actual room and yeah exactly and so yeah they 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 bring real situations but they you know they find some comedy in it and then uh you know some of the They've expanded out the side uh, characters, uh, you know that uh, the the other alcoholics and and stuff from the group, yeah, uh, into a more they're on the show more permanently. Well, Jamie Presley's a regular next season, which her she had a line reading in this episode where they, she was like, "I'm so glad my sponsee was able to finish rehab," and she was just like twice like Jamie yeah. Jill was so proud of the fact that like she beat it twice yeah, it was just such a great line read but I'm really excited to see her next season like built into the show more yeah but I but I think they've they've kind of expanded it out where there's now uh even like the there's the one woman that's sort of the I don't know she tends to seem to be like one of the leaders of the group yeah the woman who cries all the time yeah. but they've sort of upped her into where when they're meeting at the cafe or something like that, she's part of the group. And so there's now yeah. sort of like a group of like six uh, that the show sort of revolves around uh, a little more. So they've expanded it out uh, some this season. And I don't know. I just, uh, I, I think it's one of the better, you know, the one of the better comedies on right now. It surprised me. how Because when I first watched it, I thought Anna Ferris wasn't that great. And I thought it was so kind of, cliche and like I didn't like it and as I started watching it and as more episodes aired last season and this season they really started hitting the emotional moments and like Alice and Jenny is a freaking genius every episode got better for me and I was just like when did this show suddenly become like one of my favorite comedies how did that happen when did it happen I don't know but I'm happy it did uh, this was the first episode I watched the entire season <laughs> oh my god <laughs> although it starts off with that two-year sober speech, which gave me everything that I need to know. It, it felt more like a season premiere, like letting you know where everything was. 
yeah. at the beginning of the uh, of the episode. But yeah, I after watching this, I really don't feel the need to watch it again. I I'm no. not like it's more drama than comedy, at least from what I could tell. Well, based on this episode, it's not always like that. But they've been dealing with some heavy stuff in these past couple episodes. But I think they're able to bring you know a, a lot of comedy and funny lines out of yeah out of the the stuff where you know but that there's real that it feels like there's more like real stakes to what they're dealing with though than you know a lot of uh yeah but i don't want that in my comedy i just want to uh, laugh i don't want to feel depressed. well that's the thing is I, I i do laugh i laugh a lot i laugh what i think I is interesting plenty. about the show is it's a chuck lorry show which most of his shows the characters don't grow the characters don't change they're just kind of the same like the big bang theory cast has been the same for eight years but on mom we've actually gotten to see them like struggle and deal with it and change and well they've that's one thing that they have done some on big bang theory you know by adding the more more of the female cast to the show and and you know yeah how are getting how are getting married and you know they've They've but, like, given the characters some, themselves don't grow. Yeah, they've Their given situations some change. They've, I think they've given some growth to them, but it's, it's, uh, it's sort of the uh, illusion of change where it's, yeah. it's still the same, but it's given some change. But yet still in a different format than what they would do on Two and a Half Men, which was they would – let Charlie, they would let Charlie grow for a half a season and then they would yank the carpet out from under him and they would reset the show right back to where it was. And, uh, like none of, and then whatever they were doing next, they were just like redoing the same thing. And that, you know, that got really old. Uh, but that's what, that's one of the things I really like about mom is that you weren't sure at the beginning, like, what are they going to do with this? Are they going to, you know, let the characters grow? Are they going to, you know, let the, you know, let them deal with things or, or are they going to like continually keep them? Right. And, and they, they do have, you know, character growth. Uh, you know, Christy uh, continues to stay strong even under, you know, having her mother relapse, you know, so they, you know, they kind of put Bonnie back a little bit, but it's, drives a lot of the other stuff happening in the in the show and and that's what I that's what I like about it is that it's both funny and it it's telling a story that continues to you know you want to follow these people and see what they're up to and you know how they're exactly. dealing with stuff and you know if it was just that and it wasn't funny then you know not so then much then you would be ditching it like Kyle <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but not deleting your series pass uh, no, the episode actually had deleted, so I had to find it elsewhere. Oh, okay. Because I have way too much stuff recording and deleting, but it had been <laughs> recorded and deleted. So that's Mom. I look forward to Season 3. Madam Secretary, Season 1, Episode 22, There But For The Grace Of God. Ray and I were watching this, um, and it just felt we got to like 50 minutes into the hour. And Ray said to me, wait, is this the season finale? Because <laughs> it just felt like, not like it felt like a normal episode, but it felt like nothing was getting wrapped up. And they opened all of these threads and all these different weird things were happening. And they never really explored whether Stevie was just trying to take the heat off of her mom. 
by, you know, making out in the car with the president's son. Like, it just seemed weird that it was like, okay, now our season's done. Bye. Well, it kind of felt like, well, in in an episode that they were sort of heading towards possibly leaving things open. Like, yeah, will will she be arrested and, you know, different things. But then they actually, you know, wrap that up just like a regular episode where they had a problem and she solved the problem by the end of the episode, which is what every episode is. Has been, exactly. Uh, I mean, I think they... How did they actually... And was there any kind of cliffhanger? No, there wasn't any... The only thing was, like, you know, her daughter... Oh, it ended on that weird dinner with all of the people from the old CIA. Like, yeah, we was, didn't even learn anything from that. Yeah, it was just... Uh, Except was, that Marin Hinkle wasn't there. It was just flashing back to the main mystery of it. What all came out of these... You know, these people were all originally friends and, you know, seemed pretty close. But a couple of them went way off off the reservation. Yes. But, you know, they completely cleared up. You know, they they had already pretty much done that. But they, you know, with that, they had completely cleared up the season long mystery. uh, And then they cleared up the, you know, basically the problem of the week. Uh, The only thing they left was, you know, what is, you know, what is Stevie up to? You know, it is, right. you know, and, uh, you know, what kind of problems could that cause in the new season? But pretty much every, but that's not much different than how a lot of episodes end. Exactly. I mean, plus they, they knew they were coming, but they've already been renewed. So why not yeah, give some what, huge cliffhanger? Like, exactly. if you know you're coming back, but or at least set up a central, like, a lot of shows will at least set up some kind of intrigue for what's going to, like, talking about how to, how to get away with murder. I'm not going to spoil it because you guys may eventually go back and watch it. <laughs> but, you know, they set up a lot of new mysteries for what happens in season two. They knew they were coming back. They're not official, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm kind of wondering about for a season two of this is, is since they solved the overarching mystery that was you know, sort of driving some of the show. Yeah. Uh, what is, is there going to be something new that's going to, what's the new thing that's going to be a season long, you know, story to go along with, you know, the problem of the week. Right. Is it going to be related to Lilith and how everybody knew about her affair, but she thought nobody knew about her affair. And now she was, I don't know, like there was little scenes, but it wasn't anything significant enough to be a season two arc. Yeah. And well, it doesn't, yeah, that's the thing is it doesn't, but I'm sort of glad that they didn't that like we didn't find out that oh wait there's an even bigger mystery within the mystery. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that they didn't try and go that direction and go bigger cuz that that doesn't always work out either where they try and top themselves. Right. Uh, I think that the show can sort of stand on its own as an ongoing story that you continue to follow these people, you know, through these you know that they have problems and they they deal with them and whatnot. Uh, you know, possibly even without a big uh, overarching story. I think you know. I think maybe part of a potential ongoing story would be you know the president trying to get reelected. Sure. And and any problems that could arise out of the State Department <laughs> around that. Uh, and and things that you know is not maybe a big you know murder mystery or something or you know. And I think they stretched out this mystery way too long. This would have been better for like a half a season up to like the 
11 episodes or something. Because at this point, when they're showing all these people, like I don't even remember half these people that they're dragging in now from like the first episode, uh, these people that she worked with in the past. It would have been better if they had done this way earlier and then moved on from it rather than stretching it out for 22 episodes. Right, but maybe they didn't have any ideas. So that's why I worry about season two. <laughs> Um, so we'll see what happens in season two. Because, I mean, I like the show. I like her and Tim Daly very much. Their real-life chemistry translates to the television. Um, P.S., they're dating. I don't know if anybody knew that. I like the, well, I like the dynamic of the show, too, with him being, you know, she being more of the one that's away, you know, handling big things and stuff like that. And he's the one, he's a professor, and he, he gets involved in some bigger things from time right. to time, too. But he's also, you know, takes care of the day-to-day uh, at home. And I, I, I really like their relationship, the way they deal with problems. And and I like, too, that they let them argue. They let them be at odds. They let them, you know, they're yeah, – uh, and but they remain a happily married couple. Yeah, but, they, yeah, they, they, they work through things and they – Yeah. And I, I, I think the show has grown over the course of it. it, it it's very much like the good wife – but like all politics, you know, type right. of thing. Instead of instead of dealing with the, you know so, more law stuff. Although the good wife has been all more politics. Uh, <laughs> although that's the that's the next show on the list. But it, it it follows that same. They they basically took that blueprint and it follows. It has the same long yeah. opening uh, before you get to the Madam Secretary title screen, and then you know it, that that sort of set up what's going to happen for the episode and right. And so it has it has a very similar feel in just the way things play out above and beyond that they both have, you know, female leads. But I, I think they work really well together. Agreed. And uh, look forward to another season. The Good Wife. Season six, episode 21, Don't Fail. I'd like to go on record as saying that The Good Wife is one of my favorite TV shows. But for the past three weeks, I have watched Mad Men... And gotten The Good Wife by Tuesday, which is not a good sign for a show that was my favorite show. Yeah, it's now, it's now defaulted to being later in the Sunday night process like than I being one of the first things I don't you watch. watch. to catch it up, you know, catch up on it. And it well, makes the, me the sad. The thing about this season and where we sit now is we're at the place where I wanted to get, sort of, yeah. with Alicia not being... State's attorney. State's attorney. But we got to it in a way that I didn't want to get there. Like, exactly. you know, with like a like, huge scandal. I wanted scandal. her to flat out lose. Well, I, I wanted her either to lose or or in the process of this, like, stand up and right. say, I'm getting screwed. Right. Instead of, instead of finally just taking it because, you know, if she did stand up, it would hurt her husband and any, in, any of his future political ambitions and... And other stuff, I you know, because she totally got screwed. Uh, I it, sort of the inner workings of the political process and what they do. She didn't want to be in some other job. This is the one she wanted, right? If she was going to do a political office, and then she gets you know hosed out of that because if if they continue to look into it, they would find out that the real cheating was happening for somebody else, not for her. <laughs> And right. So they need her. You know, they need to push her aside, and so to go out with the scandal, and then, and then also have her not be able to go back to the firm, 
now because the scandal is too much uh to it's take, impacted yeah to to for her to go back to the firm and so now she's going to be starting her own you know her own small firm where she's only going to take clients where she thinks she can help people uh and you know that she believes that they're you know getting screwed or something like that and she you know invites Finn to join her in in her new quest i mean that could be good but part of i that's the thing i kind of wanted the original new law firm with her and Carrie to be but then that yeah. law firm became all about becoming a huge as fast as possible and and making lots of money and and everything I, which was what you thought they were kind of trying to get away from yeah and then all of a sudden they were you know they they had put them back in the original offices i sort i'm sort of interested in what kind of stories we're going to get but then it separates alicia from a lot of the other main cast members it seems like unless they bring them into the into the courtroom against moving and <laughs> see the thing about her doing like this kind of uh firm uh, and i'm really happy like in last week's episode that they did get it situated that like she and diane ended on good terms she and carrie it's you know we see in this episode that they are on friendly good terms, even though there was, you know, contention and all that stuff. Like, I like that it's just pretty much because of Oliver Platt's character that, like, she can't be at the firm. But I think because she's not going to be in a firm, I feel like she won't go up against Lockhart and Algos and Lee as much. I almost feel like they could work together against the state's attorney. And who is the state's attorney? Does David Hyde Pierce, is he the state's attorney? I would assume so, right? Well, that's the thing know. is is if you win an election, but then you have – you basically – it's not like she was ejected from office. She was she withdrew her name from she, contention yeah, she ended after up the with, vote. Withdrawing her name. And so if you withdraw your name in an election after the vote, does the person who lost become the thing or do they have to do a new election well, because she wanted to avoid, like, a recount, so I don't think they want to run a re-election. Well, like, I don't know, a special election for, or or does the person Probably. who Maybe lost... Probably, maybe a runoff for a special election, something like that. I don't like know, that. I mean, it's... It's, it's the... like an immunity idol. Any votes cast for Alicia do not yes, count. Yes, do not count. <laughs> I would like to see, I would like to see David Hyde Pierce as the occasional person they have to go up to or have to deal with. Right. Uh, I like their relationship during the... You know, the way they tried to run the election. And I like that when they when she was like, will you be my second? He was like, no. He was like, no, we disagree. We don't agree enough to do that. I like that they handled that. We both think that the guy in there right now is screwing things up. But we disagree on how how to to fix fix it. it. Yeah. It just, I don't feel a sense of urgency in the show. I don't care about Kalinda. Fact of the matter is, Juliana Margulies became an executive producer about three years ago. And said, I'm not doing scenes with Archie Panjabi anymore. They haven't done a scene together in three years. The Kings try and pretend that it's because of the story. Then Kalinda leaves. They still haven't done a scene. And I honestly do not think they will act together before this end of the What did season. you think about the flashback scene where they were actually in the same frame together? Well, the one at the bar where they were drinking? Well, the one there was one where was they recycled. were that was an old scene. They didn't. Well, yeah, that. I know. But I'm saying that they actually recycled a scene where they were actually on the screen together because the other the other scene that they had of, of them talking at the bar 
They were clearly not in the same they, shop. They they kept <laughs> they going back and forth states. between the two. It was it was uh, where they never showed them, and the, there was just this one brief shot, you know, from a flashback of them like fighting over, you know, they were both grabbing at something or whatever, and yeah, they were both in the same frame. From an old episode. And it, yeah. it it felt super weird because because uh, of the way they were. Although the way they so did I some of the flashbacks hoped, was interesting. I would have uh, hoped that a, an adult actor would just suck it up and act with people she doesn't like. Because I feel like the Kalinda... It's and, acting. You exactly. should be able to act like you actually like them. I don't... Because you know like how uh, Alicia and Carrie had that scene where they were like, I'm sorry. And they, like, they both apologized to each other because Kalinda was gone. Like... I don't feel like I care about Alicia and Kalinda because Alicia and Kalinda haven't been a thing since three years ago. So why should I care if she's upset or that she got a note from Kalinda? Well, I didn't feel totally in that last scene of the previous episode that she was upset that she got a note from Kalinda saying she was gone. I think it was more of a straw that broke the camel's oh, yeah, back final straw, type of thing. Sure. Like, yeah. like she, she's lost, you know, uh, you know, she lost the guy that she loved. She's lost this election. Uh, you know, she's not super close with her son. All these different things have been going on. And this was just one more thing that was like, oh, yeah, I lost this friendship, too. Yeah. All I'm left with is my Bible thumping daughter. <laughs> yeah, I think that was more of a straw that broke the camel's back for her to break down. Well, maybe if if basically her office is Zach's bedroom, so if Finn moves into her office, they're in the bedroom, and there then does Peter uh, does Peter finally get out of the picture after that? I really hope so, because I, I, I just Peter gone. I just hoped that they also hire that lawyer Amber as part of her new firm, because that girl is great. The one who's like the super fan of Alicia. The <laughs> or she was like, oh, I, yeah. I want to learn from you, and she and Alicia was, was she like, try to get a picture in court. Yes, <laughs> and then wanted to, and then <laughs> and they can hire Robin as their investigator because I miss Robin. Yeah, that'd be nice to have a. Uh, uh, Robin back because it sounds like they've already hired somebody else for for season seven. Yeah, well, for the like the big firms exactly to be to the investigator I... for the big firm, and so they might need somebody too that they might be able to. That would be good to see her pop back up. I'd also really like to see uh, Eli's daughter become like that. Yes, <laughs> she's she has so to do great. She's the best <laughs> with around Alicia. Oh my God, yes. So hopefully the season finale doesn't superly disappoint me. And this show, it's it's a show that's not on, it's not in a situation where I'm going to give up on it. Like I gave up on Castle, like I gave up on Bones. It's never going to be that. I'm going to watch every episode, but I'm still going to watch every episode and be disappointed if it continues on this downward spiral. Yeah, well, the thing about the show is that even when things that like are storylines that are happening that I don't particularly like or they're not happening the way I like, they still tell stories in an interesting way. Yeah. Even stories I don't like are still told in an interesting way, right. or there's something about the episodes, and so that that I that I continue to like. So, yeah, we'll see what happens in uh, this, and hopefully, it's back for. A you will hear season. my opinion on the subject next week. Now, now, was this episode actually like? Was this a case that we actually saw in the past? Because I couldn't remember if it was. I or don't not. know. Or was it's it completely been, made up? Well, it's like, been so long. I. I want to say that it was an actual case, but some of the flashbacks felt like they created new new versions or something or 
I think it was uh, just to show how different of an like of lawyers they are. Yeah, now. well, that was that was the the storyline was how according they were to doing. IMDb, Dorian Mystic was only in this episode, which would make me think that the flashbacks and stuff to the old time yeah, was maybe, not yeah, actually not. a thing we saw. Well, the flashbacks didn't seem like. I mean, there were some flashbacks where you could tell they looked completely differently, and then there were other ones where they didn't look that much differently. Yeah. In, yeah. And it and it felt like they, but I guess they were more just flashing back to a time, and this was a case that they apparently worked on uh, together at the firm, but never, uh, you know, it wasn't one that was shown yeah. to us back then or whatever. But I thought they did a pretty good. I I liked some of the stuff that they did, like. Uh, when they would do one of the flashback scenes, you were still hearing the audio coming from the, like the tape when they were talking and stuff where you could tell the sound difference. It wasn't like it cut to a, you know, just another, uh, the whole video of them, of what they were doing then or whatever. And so it, the, just the way they played with the sound and going back and forth between things, it was another one of those interesting episodes and how they pieced it together. Uh, and I thought it worked as a, you know, as a sort of get, you know, Alicia back to doing something than trying to figure out a format for <laughs> a memoir because that's like the thing you do after yeah. you lose a big scandalous election. So I don't know. We'll see the good wife, and we'll talk about it next week. And everybody the, will find out my feelings on, on the podcast. Uh, the Last Man on Earth, season one, episode thirteen. Screw the Moon, season finale the first time the whole show that i felt sorry for that despicable tandy miller <laughs> he's back to the original phil miller isn't he well okay. phil miller still exists in tucson so i guess phil tandy miller doesn't or exists phil miller outside of tucson yeah i, I guess with with her wherever they're going and all of his friend Gary and all the other Vol friends, they're yeah. all in the car too. What's good, Terrence, Trent, Ooh. Darby? Oh my god, and, and best his, line of the whole pilot. And his brother floating around, stuck out in space. Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> well, we saw him in photos before. Well, I knew that he we, had a brother, but I didn't it, know that his brother was up in space. Yeah. yeah, we didn't know that. Which who knows how much time he's actually going to have to do the show next season? Right. But uh, I thought that was a really good ending. Like. It adds another layer to it. I mean, I, I'm one of these people that after the first 15 minutes of the show, I was completely sold on it. And I've enjoyed the whole ride. Like, even when he was so excruciatingly annoying and hate, and you just hated him, I still really enjoyed the show. I still can't deal. I still can't deal with the, I don't know, the overly childish of, yeah, he doesn't like the new guy and stuff like that. But the new guy's bringing electricity oh, believe me. Yes. and things yes. that you actually need, but you have a temper tantrum and you knock over the lamp and then try and convince right. everybody that you're not right. doing it. I, I did like the I did like the end when she showed up and she was like, I I'd rather, you know, hang with somebody that thinks about leaving somebody in the desert but can't do it. As then somebody to who act somebody, right. Somebody exactly. that, that does do it. Uh, you know, that was a, an interesting way to end. It also seemed like an, a potential interesting way to end that it sends them off and they could go someplace else and, and find even more people. And we may never, ever see any of these other people. Like it just allows like these people that they brought in for the season to just have worked for a handful of episodes 
and you know might not even be on the show next year. Yeah, and I liked how we also saw him grow. Like when he finally realizes that he does actually like Carol. And I, I mean, I loved <laughs> this episode. I love the scene when he's confronting her about the condom wrapper. <laughs> and wait, these rules don't apply? Oh, well, that's because you wanted to have a baby, but there's no baby involved. <laughs> and just his reaction to that, like, but like, then he did actually change. He realized that he actually enjoyed being around her. He tried to bring her flowers and things. And it wasn't just to get her away from the other Phil. He actually did realize that he does like her. And I think it's interesting too that, you know, Carol's kind of this annoying person, but we also see through the other three women that like Carol's the the best one there. Like Melissa's clearly superficial. The Australian, you know, it's just like Carol stood out as the, the best. Yeah. About the new Phil Miller. That was the one interesting thing is that, you know, he's the new big hunky guy that all, all of a sudden all the ladies are interested in. You know, even the, you know, the one that's the classically beautiful woman is right. even, ta- you know, smitten with him. But he picks, you know, the one that originally was sort of the supposed to be sort of the lesser right. of, of uh, Phil, you know, the original Phil's choices. Uh, you know, there were some interesting things. I, I don't know if it redeemed it enough that whether I'll watch next season because the thing is 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 for is i i hardly laugh at all at anything that happens i haven't laughed since the first you know handful of episodes or whatever and uh there's just whatever the stuff that's going on and the way they do stuff it just i don't find it funny and, <laughs> welcome to my world watching mom <laughs> yeah so <laughs> oh so there you know it's sort of like the opposite of they've got all this stuff happening and I can see what they're trying for in some places of what, you know, what's supposed to be funny or, or what they're hoping would be funny. But a lot of times it just annoys me or I just don't find it funny. I mainly just stuck through this season just for the, the initial concept of it and like yeah. how it was going to play out. I don't know if there's enough. I mean, maybe there's enough that I'll watch like, the season see two where premiere they go with the finale, yeah. to yeah. see I mean, like the where they start up. But I don't know if, uh, if I'll, if I'll continue watching though. Now this, this comes from the, the people that did the Lego movie, right? Yeah. Cause there's definitely some of that humor, like in this episode when he's like, Oh, here's your three days worth of rations. And then they do the quick cutaway and it, like 20 minutes later, yeah. everything's like, Oh, that felt like something straight out of like the Lego movie. Like, uh, with that kind of humor, which I mean, I just really enjoyed this show. I just, I'm... I liked it enough that I will definitely tune in for season two. So that's, that's that Gotham season one, episode 22, all happy families are alike. Well, it took them 22 episodes to make Barbara interesting. A lot of this episode felt weird in that, uh, stuff starts. And then it had its own little jump of, Hey, Hey, here's two weeks later. And, uh, Selena goes from right <laughs> into, Batman's best friend to Fish's yes. sidekick, or whatever. from having pushed a guy out a window to save her friend to being completely enamored with Fish and a gun-toting sidekick, you right? Know, like right hand, seemed like a super strange jump. Mostly because that all would have. I mean, I get you. You can't really do it because 
you know, she was only going to be on, she wasn't going to be on this show next season. But that seemed like more of an interesting story to tell where you actually get to see that happen instead of it all of a sudden is she's progressed this far. Right. That just seemed really strange. Uh, and then we basically just cleared the decks for, you know, we got rid of, you know, one guy's like, well, I'm going to retire. One guy gets shot and the other one gets pushed over the side. So Granted, they did drop her really in. They did shoot her and drop her in water, so there's always potential that Fish Mooney could reappear at any time. Did she even get shot? I thought she just got pushed into the water. What's his name? Shot both of them. He shot Penguin Penguin? in the leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did shoot them both. Yeah, Yeah, because he didn't know who to shoot, so he shot both of them. Or, yeah, yeah. And And then Penguin dumps her over the side, but there's no, like, where you see a dead body type of thing, and so that that's the type of ending where... We sort of killed you off, but somewhere down the road, if the show's still around and you, we can talk you into coming back or something like that. Right. I hope they can't because I <laughs> yes, really I hated that character. Okay. It just got worse and more cartoony. Oh, my God. The whole so- – like her – just her look in this finale was just absurd. Yeah, that was a two-week yeah. <laughs> two change too. Like the costume yes. and everything went – but, you know, Penguin sort and then, of – Isn't it too early for him to have found the Batcave? Yeah, it's like way too early. Unless, who, maybe it's not, it's a psych out for us. It's not really the Batcave. It's just the garage and there's a fancy car Batman. down there. There's a Batmobile down there. <laughs> well, I don't know that, uh, well, it's, it's, it's still like, what did he find or, you know, what was his father doing down there or right. or, or what have you? There's still that. Uh, I think there's something in, I mean, wasn't there something in, uh, you know, like the first, you know, of the Batman trilogy movies that like, you know, Bruce fell into? Well, as a, a child, thing, as I a guess. kid, and there was, and but that like led to f- you know finding this, whatever, and so know. you know maybe you know finding something like that as a child is not, uh, you know, not such a big deal. But they, they sort of left it right till the very end, and then it opens up, and they look down, and you hear bats, and you're right. like, oh, okay. I like that. Um, Leslie really was able to like hold her own. She didn't need Jim to come <laughs> save her. Which I thought was an important piece, like important, because then she's not some damsel in distress that he has to go save. And I loved when Barbara's like, and that's when I killed them. I actually turned to my dad and I was like, did she just say I killed them? Because it didn't. I never entertained the fact last week. That yeah, maybe because she when they show them. when they show the, uh, you know, even when they showed the flashback of the previous week, they show him pop the knife out and like head towards them. Right. And so there were. I, I suppose that he could have been like, oh, come here. Now, here's how and, you do it. And then, yeah, and then handed her the knife and and she actually does it. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that seemed a, a little a little weird because you weren't – because you hadn't actually seen that happen. But then – When he started yelling King of Gotham, I was like, shut up. <laughs> the, I think – I love that guy. I love him, but I think he's so over the top. Fish was worse. Fish, fish made worse. him. Fish no, made him no. look normal. <laughs> like, but uh-huh. the thing that bu- the thing that bugged me in this episode is just how bad of a shot is everyone in that gunfight with yep. Gordon? Like he's got the double fisted guns. Like he can't hit anything. They've got machine guns and they can't hit him at all. Well, the thing was in the very first when he's standing outside the room. Yes, and. They turn around and all start firing down the hall. He's standing wide, right out in the open, and you're telling me that nobody hit him? 
right. not even got him in the leg, hit some part of him before he was able to get around the corner. And then secondarily, as you're chasing him, wouldn't one of you stop off and kill the other guy that was right there in that room <laughs> that you were there to kill in the first place? Yeah. Who, that, that, that didn't really make any that sense. That always makes me mad. Uh, that, they, you know, they went after him, you know, and then they, you know, they end up getting out or whatever. But, uh, you know, the, I don't know. I still like, I still like the show. I like some of what they're doing. I like the atmosphere they're trying to create. Uh, but then some of the things just feel weird. Like when they shoot, you know, they do this gunfight where nobody seems to get hit. And then all of a sudden by the end of it, Gordon is finally actually able to hit, <laughs> you know, get all four people. Right. But it takes him lots of bullets <laughs> and multiple guns to do so. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's always things that, that pull me out here and there, though, that... Uh, I mean, like, this being off that? will definitely help. Because I couldn't stand her. Yeah, well, yes. I think that it, it, it puts it in an interesting place for the start of sort of, uh, you know, Penguin becoming the, you know, the first of like the the uber arch villain type of criminal yeah where the other ones were you know sort of fish was sort of like the first wannabe right kind of in that mode because you know they even gave her lots of costuming and and uh being over the top so you would you know kind of thinking more than where maroney and falcone were more of your standard mob type bosses and maroney uh, and falcone are actually in the comics but there's still more of just like your base level mob bosses, not your costume villain uh, also, type of thing. I like Nigma's turn as a crazy person. Well, that also, I like that. I mean, they finally went there with something like that, but all of a sudden it seemed like did did like that him doing that and having to do away with that is that what like breaks him? Because all of a sudden he's like talking to himself and seeing different versions of himself and they're well, yeah they're showing you that that like this break that's happening and you're just like because he killed well, he hasn't been that time. crazy <laughs> but he thought he killed his first person yeah but it also but it all that but apparently that was the thing that is like officially breaks him that turns him into like a, a split personality type of uh yeah there were some some interesting things like that i think it puts it in an interesting spot where jim sort of cleaned up some things you know, he did have the, you know, the one officer that was like, you know, that like saluted him and he's right. like, you know, <laughs> and so there are some newer up and coming uh, potential cops that would be more behind him than the guys that have been around forever that were more corrupt. I just can't guarantee that I'll be excited to watch season two. Not that I was even excited to watch season one, but like my dad will come up Monday nights to watch it. So like it was a show we watched. Um, but if it's moved off of Monday, I won't be very upset if we can't watch it on Monday nights. I doubt that happens. I think that Monday is going to become their. I think you're going to see Gotham, Sleepy Hollow, and they've got a couple other more genre things in the works. Minority Report. Yeah, I think those are all going to sort of like float around them. That I night. guess we'll find out next week. Next. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fox is Monday. We'll find out Monday. Well, this week we'll find out for sure probably what's going to be gone and coming. What is not and then, going to be on Monday nights. And, and then, then next week we'll find out what is act- when things will actually be. This weekend we'll get NBC schedule because they always release it early. Yeah, because they like 
they they hate mothers. They do the in front or whatever. So NBC NBC Fox on Monday, ABC's Tuesday, CBS Wednesday, and then CW Thursday. Yeah, well, something like yeah. that. Yeah, Monday actually does their official or NBC actually does their official presentation on Monday, but they are they announce it on Sunday. Yes. And then you and then yeah, you have Fox, CBS, ABC, and CW uh, throughout the rest of the week, but for the most part. That next that next week and so the the week after we'll actually know well that'll be two podcasts from now we'll actually know when things are going to be right. potentially scheduled. Yes, uh, we might know a lot of what's been canceled and renewed by next week's podcast. Uh, yes, and so you know, that's uh, I don't know I I I like Gotham enough on the I like procedurals I I'm not you know I I enjoy some procedurals but I enjoy procedurals that have some sort of interesting ongoing storyline along mm-hmm. with them and while it's not everything i maybe i would want it to be or whatever i do still find it interesting just an interesting take on a cop show the sort of hybrid of like it's it's now but not yet or i mean they're driving you know a lot of times they're driving around old cars but they're using cell phones you know type of thing it, it has this weird uh vibe to it that it feels like it's a a 50s mob drama at some times but also and it feels like right. it's you know a new present day type of thing at the same time and they need uh, to sort themselves out maybe focus a little more on the next season and not have to feel the need to have to bring in every little right introduce every little villain or potential right. villain from the comics at all times or something like that uh, and just let some of the some of these other things develop uh, I don't know. Is is maybe, but you know, I'll 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 watch. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll record it. I can't guarantee you I won't just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll check back with Kyle next season. No, I'll likely at least watch the season premiere. So reality time. Um, Kyle, are you watching Survivor of the Amazing Race? I am watching both of those. Okay, yeah. I was just gonna say I didn't know which one we want to talk about first because I yeah. feel like we have a lot to say about it. I've said this every week for the Amazing Race. But literally, I'm Blair. I kill Haley in her sleep. I'm pretty sure I used those exact words <laughs> two weeks ago when I was on this podcast. Even but, though, even though she's right, sometimes she's just so annoying. You don't care that exactly, she was right. Exactly, she is the worst. But I do want them to win, just because Blair deserves it. For having I to put want up Laura with and Tyler to win. Which ones are they? Not Jelani and Jenny. Team Chuck Stop. No. No, Laura and Tyler are in green all the time. He's ruggedly handsome and she's blonde. You've blocked them out completely. Uh, Tyler and Laura, is that what you said? Yes. Okay, I just pulled up the webpage. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah. They just seem to get along well. They're taking it seriously. They're not taking any kind of relationship seriously. I think it's interesting that three of the final four are blind date setups. Well, because they can just go into it as like a transaction. Like we're just going to do this for the money and hopefully eliminate emotions out of it. Exactly. I don't really have much to say about this week other than I'm glad that those two people are gone. The hairdressers, they called themselves. They just, he annoyed me. Yeah. Um, Were they the ones spitting on the potatoes or was that a a different team? I must have fast forwarded that because I don't remember the spitting. 
And then they, like, basically they were trying to use water to wash off the potatoes so they could see what color they were. And then, like, you see the woman was getting ups- upset with them. Then they ran out of water, so the the girl was like, let's just use spit. So they oh. were spitting on their hands and wiping the potatoes. And at the end, they're like, hey, high five to the woman. That, that you could, She was oh, already wow. upset that they spit all over her food. And now <laughs> they want to give her a high five in their hands that they were spitting on. She did not look amused whatsoever. Yeah, I just... It's another season where I just kind of want it over. As long, I actually, as long as Team Truckstep doesn't win, because I just don't like her. I don't know why. She hasn't done anything really to offend me. I just, I'm not a fan. I don't really care who wins. Yeah, I mean, I'd be. I, I, I think the only person like I really want to win is Blair, just because he deserves. If he it. could win without Haley, it would be perfect. Like if he yes. could win, if by he himself. could kill her and then use the money for his bail. Yeah, and then. Exactly. <laughs> As long as he gets to win, that's fine. Yeah. Um, now, on Survivor. Ugh. Now, Shireen was very annoying. Yes. Admittedly. And I'm glad like, that here. their plan worked. Because they're, they did get two people to flip and vote for whoever would have been the next person to go. And clearly it's Dan. Yes, but and yeah, so that gives him an idea. Like, oh, I'm on the chop knock, and he's the one with the extra vote too. So he can. And he's the one who's convinced that there's such a tight six that that would never have happened. So here he is. He's clear. Maybe there are tight six, but he's clearly number six. And I hope that shakes into his mind that maybe he needs to. I mean, not that I don't want Tyler to win because I do like Tyler. Yes, I uh, want him to. I hate the. I can't, I don't know who he is. He's the guy that looks like Crixus. <laughs> Crixus who wears a uh, a mailman outfit or whatever. Oh, Mike, I like him. I can't stand him. I and can't so stand I, Rodney. Oh, I can't stand him either. Like he's got the heavy Boston accent, uh, right? Worse. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so those two I, I would gladly see go. The only one I really want to win is Tyler. The, the attack he put on Shireen, whether she's the most annoying person on the planet, that was abuse, and that she didn't deserve that. Or he just yelled and screamed at her. Yeah. Ever. And then it was like, I didn't attack you personally. Uh, you clearly did. See, I, I must have missed half of that because I didn't understand what she was so upset about. It's, it didn't seem like anything more oh, than yeah. camp, what happens he, all like, the time on the show. Her. But no, but it was like, I've never actually seen on Survivor it go to a point where it was like, you have no one waiting for you at home, blah, 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 blah. Like, no one likes you at home. Like, I've actually never seen it take that personal an attack yeah. in 30 seasons. And so it was the first time we actually saw someone be like, oh, more people at home care about me, and you know, like. When she clearly was like, yeah, I know, because my family's apart, because I only have my mother, because my dad basically beat us into submission. So it was like, I think he went too far, and then Jeff was like, did you, uh, like, assault her, like, verbally? And he was like, I didn't attack her personally. Like, the tape doesn't lie, dude. You clearly did. I don't know. As long as he doesn't win. And I did like where Dan was like, I'm adopted. And Jeff was like, you know that being (laughs) adopted is not the same as domestic violence, right? (laughs) That Dan guy is an idiot. Like He's I would, an idiot. And he has all. He has a lot of power. Is the he problem? Because seriously, he now has two votes. That could change everything. Well, see that. That's another thing that bugs me. People should not be allowed to go through other people's stuff. Like, well, morally, sure. You should have some. You should have something where you can put some private stuff. Some sense of privacy. Like, even if it's just your one bag that people aren't allowed to go through. But I think like, I, I feel like it's up to trust. 
And if that's your alliance and you, you trust them, but they're still going through your stuff, like that's on you for trusting these people. But like if someone goes through your bag, are they allowed to steal your idol and now it's theirs? Because like I've never understood that because like you see people go and hide it out in the woods when it seems like if if people weren't allowed to steal it from you, you'd be better off just sticking in your bag. Who cares if someone finds out like at least no one's going to steal it from you? I guess. I don't know. But that's the other problem I have with Mike. Now everyone knows he has the idol, so no one's going to want to vote for him. So he's going to be stuck around for a long time now. After he did, I mean, I think it's a great right. move what he did. I do too. And I think because it's, it shows that he still he has at least one more week. And I, but I, and I was so glad the other people called his bluff and didn't all completely vote for someone else. I, but uh, it showed like a flaw in their system, yes, which I think is but good because he gets to sit back and watch their alliance kind of like attack each other. Mm-hmm. Which I think will be good. I don't know. I'm interested in this season. Yeah, I'm more interested than usual. Like. Yeah, like I'm it's, never it's, like, it's a pretty solid season. I'm never interested in the challenges. Those are always the same thing over and yeah. over and over again. It's more the people and what's going on there that is where the interesting stuff is. Yeah, so that's that. That's reality. We'll see who wins in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. TV recommendations. I didn't think of one. Well, I'm just going to uh, sort of reiterate the recommendation of Mom. After talking yeah. about it, that uh, if you haven't if you haven't watched, watch it. But you like a little uh, you like a, a little drama in your comedy and character growth and ongoing storyline, and you haven't watched, you should check it out. So I that's, agree. Uh, that's that's my also. I broke my one year sobriety on the show to this part. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you relapsed and you watched again. I know. You relapsed and it didn't work out in your favor because you didn't like it. Um, uh, so, I'm the TV holic, Kyle. Um, <laughs> that's the first part is admitting it. Uh, Hi, Kyle. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Uh, so, so my recommendation is, uh, I think it comes out next week. Is uh, Welcome to Sweden season one on DVD? Um, I just really enjoyed this show. It's uh, it's based on the tr- on the real life of uh, Amy Poehler's brother, uh, Greg Poehler, who basically moved to Sweden to be with his future wife uh, uh, because she got a job out there. So he gave up his life here to move there. And it's all a comedy of him meeting the in-laws and and dealing with the foreign culture. And yeah, if you like a fish that- out of water comedy. Yes. So I really enjoyed the first season. It's coming back sometime this summer for a second season on NBC. Uh, the DVD has the unedited episodes, which is nice, although there's absolutely no bonus features. <laughs> um, but if you want to see some extra humor, like there was one joke I really enjoyed in the first episode, which was cut from NBC because I probably didn't want to offend anyone. So uh, I'm glad to see that's on the DVD. Uh, so I'm looking forward to rewatching that Uh and yeah, I liked it enough. I didn't love it. Were the episodes cut for like time because they played in a like they were actually longer, or did they actually uh, just like cut or bleep things? Or they or definitely that... bleep things and blurred out things. And I know there was one joke that mentioned the word retarded that was completely cut off NBC because I'm sure they probably didn't want to air that. It says 220 yeah. minutes for 10 episodes. So 22 minutes. So probably not much. Was yeah. Actually so probably about the, the same, just no, you just don't have to deal with the, you know, like the blurs and the bleeps. 
Yeah. All right. So that's that's that. Ryan Hurst is going to be at Philadelphia Comic Con, and I'm not going. You guys, I needed you to give me more information sooner. You mean you didn't apply as press? <laughs> no, because it's usually so lame. I, I never go to the local Comic Con here, and I I always fly to San Diego to go. The Boston one doesn't have. It's all about the comics, and like who goes to Comic Con for comics? Yeah, exactly. What's up with that? Come on. Anyway, that's our show. You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find Kyle online, besides at tvtimes3.com. In the show notes, tvtimes3.com slash 273. Next week, I will be back again, as we mentioned, with Jason, and joining us will be Carla Day from tvdiehard.com. The opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. This song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And that, folks, is all she wrote. It is. And now I, I got to eat. Got to eat. I mean, I haven't said that in so long. On that note, bye. 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 We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.